0: I saw though it was the stupid Super Bowl ad where it was like we grow couch potatoes on, Pl- on Pluto or whatever and <clears throat> it was just people that looked like giant potatoes and I was like it it kind of reminded me of of uh Wally, you know, like the like the, the oh, Wally the the, the the fat dudes that can't move and they're on like, they're they're operating like they're space things that like float them around right? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm just like wow the super bowl. super bowl was very odd and i i, I don't know if like I, it sounded like you didn't watch it but like the ads were there were a lot of cbs ads and there was like the stupid chinese made knockoff website that like or app or whatever the fuck it is that the teamer or whatever the fuck it was wait they
1: had an ad they had they, had an ad they had they played
0: ads i saw five or six of them they kept playing this like over and over again
1: those are seven million dollar slots
0: yeah i don't know if they were doing full 30 second ads or they were doing like 15 but yeah they were there were timu ads everywhere and i didn't even know who what timu was then i asked that's wild. my ex says something about it and i'm like uh i don't even know what that is and she's like yeah it's like chinese knockoff shit and stuff like that and yeah
1: yeah it's the sheen when sheen was still cheap uh knockoff shit well well, well and Excuse me. I don't.
0: I, I don't know what that means or what it is or whatnot. Yes. <laughs> we'll get with hip with the young kids, all right? I, young kids left me behind a long time ago, Ken. A long uh, time ago. But meh. we are Murder Moose, and we were part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network.
1: It's in the game. It's in
0: the game. And yeah, we're back, and we're here, and uh we're going into Lake Mungo in a little bit, which. I think I put in Ken's radar, so it's going to be interesting talk. Um, and also, what else have you been watching? Have you been up to anything, Miss Ken, besides?
1: Besides Critical Role? Um, I was going to watch Interstellar the other night, but I got too high, uh, <laughs> so I didn't.
0: That sounds like a real <laughs> bad idea, like... The possibilities of the universe. Oh. Yeah, I've
1: never I've never seen it. And so we were going to watch it and we got high and we decided it was probably a bad idea. And I was like, okay, good. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been watching much of anything. I've been watching TikTok and reading Reddit and just reading. I'm hardcore into reading again. So like I'm almost through the third book of the Court of Thorns and Roses series. Nice. So... Can- um, Ken is tackling hmm. all the books That her state may uh, outlaw <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: got Unmarried sexual intercourse In it I don't know if you saw it Probably not but it was like I think on Colbert It might have been no I think it might have been on Jimmy Kimmel the other night and it was like Lavar Burton uh, Going over books that have been banned With like you know like little kids And like <laughs> one of them got banned Because the author's name was gay like her last name was gay and she's straight and has a husband, but her last name's gay. And so the, the, some school banned it, and I'm like, yep. This- uh, yep. Love it. Yep. Love
1: it. There's an author on Twitter that um was talking about like, she's, she's printed, she's had like three or four books published and there was this library in another state and they were like, they have a cart that's like, these are overrated books. We don't recommend these books. We don't think you should read them. Now, the more that like I think about it, the more I wonder if it's like, you know, like oh, you shouldn't read these; they're terrible. So then people are like, oh, well, maybe I should check them out. But her book was like front and center, along with Stephen King's fairy tale, To Kill a Mockingbird, like all these, like, like obviously those two aren't classics, but To Kill a Mockingbird being a classic yeah. and like some other classic books. And I was like, first of all, that's disgusting that a library would do that. Like, no, please don't do that. And second of all, is this a stage thing? Because fairy tale was awesome.
0: I, so fucking good. I mean, if you're an overly conservative anywhere, Stephen King stuff probably isn't up your alley because of the violence and sex and shit like that. I mean... Let's be real. It has, like, a gangbang of, a like, an 11-year-old or some shit in it, like, by other 11-year-olds. Yeah, but not in fairy tale. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is it's just, like... But I always like the, the concept of, you know what? The first book you should always tr- read is the books that people are trying to ban because you're going to learn yes. this shit. It's, it's that philosophy that, like, you go, oh, they don't want you to know this. And, I mean, in the world of the internet and shit like that, you could get a hold of this shit anyways, but it's, like... The idiocy of all of it as we have one side that wants – is literally trying to get dumber. And, I mean, when you have people running the party like they are, you go, oh, okay, this makes sense. Why are they trying to do this? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It's all bullshit. It's all crazy. It's all, like, the dumber – I mean, the whole – i mean i don't know if most people know this but like trump was a democrat and then he goes well if i was ever going to run for office i would become a, a republican because those people are fucking idiots and here we are in 2024 as as soon to be 78 year old trump runs against 81 year old biden and it's just like
1: uh... did you know that in the state of tennessee in hamilton county peter pan is banned my sister's keeper is banned. How?
0: Uh. What? Okay. I, I I my sister's keeper is about someone that has like is it not about a little kid that has cancer or something like that? I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. And Peter Pan I I unless unless certain people are taking it as like Epstein Island kind of thing? Isn't that like a, a one of those TikTok conspiracy kind of things? Is Epstein Island Probably. and Peter Pan and shit like that? I don't know, man.
1: Um, in Collierville schools, beyond the gender binary is 100% banned in libraries and classrooms. Uh, the Gender Quest workbook, a guide for teens and young adults exploring gender identity, has been banned in libraries and classrooms. I, I'm just looking for
0: like basic things that... I, I just don't get it. Like, I I don't get the idiocy of thinking that, like, I it was funny. I saw someone talking about, like, they were, like, talking about how some song makes kids gay, and then someone responded with, well, if that song makes kids gay, then why don't you just play them WAP afterwards and they'll be straight again? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just, I was like, yeah! If, you, if you're going to go down that logic, bowl, like, I don't know, man, I I say this all the time as a 40-year-old bi man who didn't realize you would bi until his mid-30s. It's, you go, it is. I, if you think, think anything makes someone gay, you're not paying attention. You just, you're just not. You're not paying attention because I'm sorry. We've all met like a five-year-old boy that is the gayest little kid you'll ever meet and just a, like, you know, just... A feminist shit and just guess what no one made him like that he was just born this way is why Lady Gaga wrote born this way right it's just like it's all just this insane view of like of like thinking that <sighs> yes n- n- nurture matters but nature is a very very defining characteristic of of who people are and you think um
1: oh no go ahead sorry, no, sorry. I just
0: I, I I'm good you go go ahead
1: uh, I was just going to throw in that your rights as an LGBTQ plus teen has been banned. I mean, there's a fuckload on here, but, like, that's just... That's just... that Anything involving gender identity, that's banned. You LGBTQ, sex and gender. Um, but then, yeah, like, Peter Pan or... Um, just... Dude. Dude. I don't...
0: I saw, I saw a thing the other day where the uh, the conservative people are mad because there's a Alexander the Great or something, like, thing on Netflix now and how he was, like, banging his love. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. people are like, they make it woke. And it's like, no, like, no, you – do you not understand that, like, especially – like, going Greek is means you're fucking somebody in the ass because, like – the greek were just like oh yeah we're gonna just fuck everybody we're cool with it like it, it their their version of sex was there was no gay sex it was just sex they didn't give a fuck mm-hmm. they, exactly exactly these idiots are so stupid because of a mythical bible that wasn't didn't even point out anything about gay anything until like the 1500s or 1400s because someone paid them because they were uh the like priests were getting too like we're fucking too much or we're fucking like it used to say not to fuck children and then they changed to not to fuck men and shit like that it's just like because they were i don't know if they were fuck i don't know exactly 100 percent was happening but it got changed and these people are still like making that a point that it's like oh the bible said nah, 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 nah. It's just yeah it's insane it's insane,
1: um, Apparently, Tennessee decided to ban um, Handmaid's Tale.
0: This, see, this makes me laugh because, like, Ken, if you don't know Ken and hang out on her stream, and right before uh, Halloween, Ken got a Handmaid's Tale outfit and was going to wear it, and then it was afraid about wearing it in, in Tennessee because Tennessee. So, rightfully so, it appears, Ken. Yep. I... <laughs> that's amazing
1: absolutely amazing there is a company in nashville um or no it's a just a it's a company uh called the bandwagon and it visits um like different cities and they give away banned books
0: oh that's cool. um
1: so like for this one they were giving away uh Handmaid's Tale. I know by the Cageberg sings, The Kite Runner, and a bunch of others. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I politically appointed panel the power to overrule local school boards and remove books from school libraries. Beautiful.
0: I again, if you see these schools doing this, go read those books, especially if you're a kid. Go read whatever books they're fucking banning, because guess what? Knowledge is power, motherfuckers. Knowledge is power, <laughs> and these insane people want you uneducated. This is why. This is why the Republicans. I don't know if you've known this. They were like they're allowing like fourteen year olds to start working and not go to school and like f- on farms and shit. They don't want you to be educated. They don't want you to be educated because when you're educated, you can fight back and you know you can call them on their bullshit. And it's why fucking Reagan made it so that you're uh, or or Nixon made it so that college loans cost so much because then you even if you are educated you're so fucking in debt you can't fight back against the man so fight the power fight the power um yeah I uh I was gonna say since so, so I think we recorded last I don't know I, I finished Shorzy or not Shorzy Letterkenny <laughs> and it, it made me sad that there's no more Letterkenny um Aww. cause Kenny's very good um I watched the Super Bowl, and I don't think I've watched much. Uh, oh, I watched that Snoop Dogg movie, that's on Amazon.
1: Oh, really? The Underdogs. Um, yeah. And I really dug that Josh movie. Josh was talking about that on TikTok. The the other Josh, not yeah. our Josh.
0: It was really good. It, it reminded me like little giants and stuff, kind of like, but with more swearing and and Snoop Doggery. And it made me. It, it made it reminds me at the very end that like. Snoop Dogg does have like a, a football league he's been doing for almost 20 years, if not 20 years. And like he's had like 25 kids that have gone through it go and in, in play in the NFL. So like he contributes to the fucking, uh, his, uh, you know, his like community that like the point of the character in the movie was a guy who was completely out of touch with this, you know, community and like had forgotten about him and forgot what they did for him. And Snoop Dogg's, uh, He's been contributing back to his community for a long time, man. He, uh, you get the shit talk. Oh, did my.
1: Did I lose you? Hello? Hello?
0: Hold. Damn it. Hello? Uh, Yeah, my video, my my web crashed. My browser crashed. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) It's Okay. Um, okay, so, and I think anything else before we talk about Lake Mungo? Is there anything uh, else you want to say? Before?
1: Uh, the voice actress that plays Toph in the original uh, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender was in Knoxville the other day, and I wasn't there, and I totally would have gone, but...
0: I Have you seen the trailers for the live action that are out? I, yes. They at least see the kid's name right, I guess, and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I... I will never understand how you could make a movie like fucking M Night, Shamalama Ding Dong did, and not even pronounce the character's name correctly in your movie, like.
1: And the thing is, is like, I would almost understand if it was like straight from a book, if there were no like, you know, nothing else that you would ever possibly pick up the name from. Yeah. But it's literally on the show. (laughs) Hello? It's not that difficult. (laughs)
0: i ah, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong is in, in his own world, Ken, in his own world. Okay. Well, let's dive in. We're going to talk about Lake Mungo from, was it 2008? Uh, 2007, 2008? 2008. Yeah, 2008 I see on IMDb. I have it yeah. on my tab there. So, uh, which, which is an Australian mockumentary, which I guess it, it gets marked as thriller slash horror. Um, it's, like what I liked this movie a lot and this movie I I was telling Ken before we started recording has like popped up on a lot of like YouTube videos, like, uh, like kind of going top 10, like cult movies or top 10 movies that like you haven't seen that you should have. And I think this movie, and then I was telling Ken that it, uh, Eden Lake is another one that has Michael Fassbender in it and is very, that movie is more about like, it's more about like, but that's more *Children of the Corn* esque than than this movie. This movie's a mockumentary about ghosts. A uh, ghost possible possibility, but um, uh, what what was your initial take? I Ken King kind of got gave me a I liked it, but like you were kind of like, I don't know, Ken. What was your initial take on this?
1: No, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I think that in some at some point in my life. I've seen it and slept through it or something because I picked it up on Amazon and it had shown that it had been watched. So either I had watched it or somebody on my Amazon account at some point had watched it. Um, But I don't remember it. I typically don't like found footage, but this definitely wasn't found footage, even though it's labeled. Like there's some found stuff on it, but I thought it was really good. Um, It did a great job of kind of like keeping you on the edge. Like you would be like, okay, you know, and then
0: all of a sudden... Bam, the neighbor, and you're like, "What? What the fuck? Yeah. Hello." I, I think they do a really good. It's a mockumentary, right? So they do a really good job of like going, mm-hmm. uh, like, oh, it 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 feels very much like a mockumentary where they're like, oh, this 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 thing happened, and then oh no, crazy happened, and then but then they go in and they continue on and they explain stuff and make it pretty like rooted in reality for most of it until the very mm-hmm. end, and there there's a that like. That couple things you're like, oh shit! Like the, uh, they don't explain a couple things by the end of the film, right? They don't explain the the figure standing over the mother's bed or whatever, and then they don't Mm. figure the uh, explain uh, the cell phone footage, and uh, I think those are the which cell phone footage? Uh, the girl's cell phone footage, like uh, what or is she like? recorded herself and like that. Oh, she, they
1: said that they thought that that was her well, meeting yeah. death. I, n- I know, but like, whatever. they
0: don't, they don't explain exp- You know what I mean? They don't have a logical explanation for it compared to everything else. It was what I meant. It's more of a, oh. I meant they have like, if you're like sitting there going, Oh, this is a film that like is like a mockument. Like if this was a, a Netflix documentary, right? Like it, they would be like, they're like, you, you could picture crazy, Alien guy from History Channel kind of going, oh, like a lot of it, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a very like it's a very reserved film, right, for the most part, where it because it it does focus so much on uh that like we're doing this as a a uh as a documentary when it's not a documentary because it's a movie, so it's a mockumentary, um, yeah, it, the in like you said, it's not a found footage movie, although it has found footage elements but it's not found footage like it's very like oh this came from this camera that we kept in the hallway for whatever amount of nights or this came from the girl's cell phone or whatever um Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting that you said you like at some point it had been washed on your amazon and then you don't remember any (laughs) like
1: yeah, like I said, I mean, it's very possible that somebody else had watched it on my account, which isn't, you know, uncommon. It just was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I liked the, I thought it was great, uh, massive spoilers and coping. The, um, the son pulling that shit at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know as a parent how I would have reacted. Yeah. Um, so the son in the movie. So here's here's like synopsis. Girl goes missing. They're they're at the lake. Turns out she's drowned. Um, they do all this stuff to like confirm that her body was actually pulled out of the water. The father confirmed it, but it was like all distorted. So, identif-
0: yeah, yeah. Identified. He was the only one who identified the body. The mother didn't come see the body, which was a plot point in, in like a little bit down the way. So right.
1: And during this time, like they start see like. They're not sure if she was actually dead and whatever. But the son starts superimposing or whatever photos of her into other photos to make it look like she was there. And like there's this whole photo of him near the lake where he's wearing his sister's jacket. And he never corrects anybody when they're like, oh, my God, maybe it's her. And like all this shit goes down. And the boy like half ass gives a reason for why he did it. Yeah. But it. Still doesn't fully make sense, and the mom was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, it is. I,
0: it doesn't like what I think they do a very good job of is like dealing, a family dealing with such a intimate loss, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they deal with a, uh, uh, their daughter, a sixteen year old daughter, going out and disappearing. Um, they also they also do some stuff where it's like it, they do a really good job of making it like this girl had issues, right? Like she, you find out like midway through she kind of banged the neighbors, and you're just like, uh. And I don't know if I zoned out this time. And then like the neighbors like like disappear, and then they never found them or whatever during the movie, right? Like they never like because. <sighs> well, to my understanding, they didn't find them. Yeah. And I don't I, – I don't re- – I didn't remember the whole – like, that was one of those subplots I didn't remember very well. But, like, it's a key element because the husband neighbor was, was going into their house tonight looking for the sex tape that they had made. And it's just like – so, you guys are banging and your underage neighbor – I assume underage. I don't know what the... the yeah, it, she was 16. Yeah, but in Australia, is that? I don't know. But anyways, I assume it was underage because the guy was freaking out and was, like, breaking into their house looking for this videotape. Doesn't find it. And then at some point down the line, the mother finds it, and they're just like, what the fuck? And th- these people had already disappeared. Um, and you're just like, damn, man. It's it's that... <sighs> also, the whole time, like, the the... The daughter, every time I saw her, kind of reminds me of Liv Tyler. Is mm-hmm. I'm just like, she's got that Liv Tyler. She's like a pretty young girl, man. And it's like, uh, it's it's such a it's like a sad story, right? And it's a sad story that like feels very, very grounded in reality and very, very, like plausible for the most part. Like it, you know, it's funny because we live in this like time where it's like the bullshit of like if there were a guy they would get like but you go on Instagram or you go on on TikTok and stuff like that. There's shit all over those and I know most of them are probably fake, but I it, it makes it most of those being fake actually makes it even harder because if there are videos of like insane shit happening, like I see like I see I think a lot of the ones that are like i was like this woman was in the kitchen doing dishes or something and, and something just flicks something out of her hand out like and you could see it just go and it's just like or you see like cabinets like there's this guy i saw on instagram or something a while back then it was like he would there was like some hallway that was like right by the front of his house and like he'd be in his office there like right in that hallway and he would like see the weird like would see a shape walk by and he was the only one there. And then like, he would record it and you'd post he Like he would be talking this entity and things would like close and, sh- and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And you go, even if it's fake, it's done well, but it's like, that's the, the oddity of all this, right. Is that like, you just kind of assume like, it's what this, like what happens in this movie that it's it, someone's like faking out people by like faking stuff. Right. Mm hmm. I mean
1: yeah um, it's definitely like plausible and I mean obviously the way that it was set up it feels like it could be legit damn. so I thought it was really good I thought that the effects were really well done I think that it works well for the time period as well um, because, like it'd be hard to kind of pull off some of that like yeah. all of the distortion and stuff on images now but it definitely was vi- like viable in the early 2000s
0: yeah she dies in it's, in the movie in the end like december of 2005 i think is when it happens yeah um the uh yeah because that comes into play a lot with like the 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 video you were referencing that like or the picture referencing the brother in her jacket is like if it was higher def definition you would be able to tell um mm-hmm. or the uh or even the cell phone video that w- i was referring to earlier that like where she sees her own ghost it's like stuff like that where it's like if this stuff was a little bit clearer would it be like more convincing or less did convincing
1: did they ever this is kind of a side note but did they ever say why she buried her most prized possessions
0: Like, her cell phone, her ring, and her bracelet or watch or whatever. I think it was just because she was so fucking scared that, like, it was... So, you find out pretty late in the movie, right, that, like, she uh, she had gone to the psychic that that the family had contacted to see if, like, see if there was anything going on, right? And the psychic, you learn later on, had actually the daughter... Because when they found her, the daughter's stash with the porn video in it, you also find out that um, she had seen the psychic that had been talking to the family and he has the whole, the, you know, the whole like, oh, I didn't talk to her because or I didn't tell you because it was like like a almost like doctor patient confidentiality kind of thing, even though that didn't like fly very well with the family. Um, mm-hmm. But it was I it just seemed like she was so, 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 so scared that she just hit it all and then never that was and that was like about four months before she died right that was like it was like in august she had gone to a summer camp and then she died in december so mm-hmm. you have that like you know four month time gap of when and it seemed almost like i don't know if you remember the exact timing because i'm not 100 she went to start she went and saw that psychologist or that that uh psychic Before summer camp, it seemed like it was like in that summer. Like she'd already been. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She had seen him like beforehand and then she went to summer camp and it got like that vision. And then you kind of like you talk to her or you read her diary or whatever her mother was reading diary. And it's like this sense of dread and this sense of like (sighs) it's. You take what a moody teenager is and, like, what, you know, moody, depressed, you know, goth teens and shit like that, and you go – you take that and you, you mix in a supernatural element and you go, oh, shit, this is, like – it's creepy because, like, if this really happened to a, you know, a 16-year-old girl. People are like, oh, you're just being, you know, dramatic or you're being this or that, right? And mm-hmm. – I did you okay going in what did, did you was your initial impression that like oh this is a bunch of bullshit or did you think that they were actually like seeing the the daughter uh for real
1: well for the sake of like from the movie perspective at first i thought they were and then i was like uh you know like whatever and then they did a really cool wrap up with the boy and then the whole like dude creeping in the background and all that but i mean it's hard to distinguish like whenever you're talking about it the reality of it because it felt really real at the beginning like they did a great job of whether it's footage they created or whatever of like dragging the lake and all that jazz like that was great yeah so like part of me at the beginning was like oh i wonder like should i look into this like is this something that actually happened like what's the history on it and then, you know, it starts and I'm like, oh yeah, this isn't, this isn't real. So I mean, in that aspect, this movie kills it, like knocks it out of the park. Yeah. And then um, from the perspective of, I felt like if if I was in that situation and if I was that mother... I would be grasping at any straw possible yeah. that that was my child that yeah. that my that my child was still around that they were either still alive or if not that their spirit was still there. Like I 100% would think that that would be the case. I don't think that I would be okay with just being like, "Well, they're gone."
0: Yeah. All right. It's yeah, they take the they take the whole thing of like and it turns into like a a, a, a study on grief right and like what mm. the loss of a child and the loss of a sister and the loss of a friend and what it does to people and what it does to a family and what it does to people who are affected by it and you just go man it is you see it all the time and it's like you ever go back and like look at like um what was the escape artist who got punched in the stomach and died uh or in the in the kidney or whatever it was, uh, oh fuck, what was his name? I can't think of the guy's name now. Um, but like his, what was it? his wife did? Like he like told his wife that like if he ever died, they the, the hold seances and he like gave her some phrase or something that like would be the only way that like he would ever be able to like he would ever communicate with her, um, from from beyond the grave and obviously held seances and shit like. A bunch and never anything ever happened obviously um and i mean um, I mean, seances were a big thing in the early 1900s right like they were mm. a huge deal and that's like what was that fucking movie we watched with uh was it christian was it christian bale or, or he was a uh kind of doing those uh what the fuck was that movie called god damn i can't think of it Uh, we talked about it on the show. It might've been before your time. Um, Fuck man. Where he was like basically just a con artist with all that shit. And it's just like, he had been in the circus and then he, I think it was Christian Bale. Fuck. I don't even remember. Um, But it's one of those things where it's like, when you were, you're so like sad and distraught and you're just like, loving, it. You, You know, especially like it's that whole saying, right? That, a parent should never bury their child right Mm -hmm. um you, you people are like desperate man they like it's a people want reasons people want explanations people want like why did this happen people want all that stuff and the the real world isn't Clear, it's not
1: going to be all bundled up in a little bag and tied up with a bow and handed to you on your doorstep. I was trying to find it, I was trying to find the movie you were talking about, but I don't know how to spell seance, so I gave up.
0: (laughs) Talk for a second. I'm looking to see if I could find that on my phone. Okay, let's see.
1: I think, like, I would be a nervous wreck thinking that there was a ghost in my house. I've joked around for years that I would like to do a seance. Um, I think in a weird twisted way that a seance would be safer than a Ouija board but at the same time I do want to fuck with a Ouija board but everybody that I've ever talked to about it is like do not do it do not do it do not do it except there's been like one or two people that are like yeah okay I'd do that with you. But then on the other hand, you have people that are like, you know, even if it's not real, you still put this energy out that can then attach to you and then you'll attribute anything bad that happens in your life to a demon that's attached itself to you. Again, I don't think a Ouija board is is an actual thing. It's a toy that was made by Mattel or Parker Brothers, sorry. Um, There's like a whole history on Ouija boards, which are just fascinating. I think seances are really cool to watch as far as like, I've only seen... Not in person. I've watched one or two live online and just thought they were kind of cool. But like when they do the seance in this one, they don't put a ton of focus on it. I mean, they they talk about it quite a bit, but they don't put a fuckload of focus on it. It's more looking at things in the background. It was kind of interesting. Ray in general was kind of interesting.
0: Dude, I... I I can't find it either. I don't remember. It was the the guy who was in a, a a carnival or something like that and then like he learned that's where he learned not to be a con artist and he transitioned into whatever. But um uh I was going to say and I keep I don't want to forget this. Like the acting in this movie is real real good and I I I, I yeah. was thinking of like the mother and father specifically. I think there's a scene where the father's like just tears up and you just see like you just see like the eye like the tear forming in his eye and it's just like heartbreaking
1: yeah they do a great job yeah that's why like when it first started i was like this is weird i didn't realize that it was based on a true story you know and then i was like wait no it's not stop it like come on
0: yeah it is for i think the kid is probably the weakest of the three but like obviously he's a kid actor right he's real young but like he even does a good job and like Mm -hmm. he does like kind of plays a like like derpy like why did i do that you know kind of thing like you were talking about like why he does he does all this shit in the movie and doesn't explain why he does it um but like yeah it's it's they're the acting i feel like even like even the Sans guy like the the guy doing the the, the paranormal investigator dude is like man, like you're sitting there going everyone in this movie is believable and it is it really helps because like it was enough. It almost kidding was convinced it was a real mockumentary, right? Or a real documentary for a little bit. And it's, it's that, like, that veil of, like, oh, shit, this really happened kind of thing. And you go, oh, but it didn't really happen. But it feels like it did, that it makes it, right, like... Right, right. Yeah, so... I. Yeah, it's just – it's one of these movies that you go – they obviously didn't have a huge budget, but they, like, had a really cool idea and they really, like, followed through and just, like, took the – took this story of, like, this girl dying unexpectedly and just going through a series of events and going, well, what would these people do and what would happen and how do people deal with trauma and how all this stuff. And it's like – because, I mean, the – the brother like doing this stuff and like i i, I almost buy like his explanation in it because it almost comes across as like he doesn't know why he did it but like he all also is he talked about like doing it for his mother because it seemed like his mother was so in denial about her, her daughter being gone that he did it to help mm-hmm. her but like I don't know, it's like, did he help her? Was he helping himself? Did he not know how to handle his own loss and grief? I don't know, you know? Yeah. Did you uh, see how much that movie, what the budget that movie was? Yep. The
1: budget for the movie was 1.7 million in Australian dollars. Um, The box office in Australia yielded $29,850, and I cannot find any more information on what else this movie brought in. Yeah.
0: I don't – like, Australian cinema, like, I think Talk To Me had to have been the biggest Australian horror movie. Like, it's not the first Australian horror movie we've done in this podcast. I did the – um Right. What was it called? Maniacs? Where the fuck – I can't even remember. It was, like, the – it was, like, the Beauty and the Beast movie that I did. I think – I don't even think you were around, Ken. It was, like, when Josh was gone, like, the first year of the podcast, and it was, like – uh they like it was kind of like a reality tv show kind of for rich people where they took uh they took all these women and they they kidnapped them and they took all these guys and they basically forced them to be um like masked serial killers from like you know horror movies and stuff like that and like it was like they would they tied up uh they would like connect the the killer to the there was like the beauty and the beast they called it right and the beast obviously the killer and the beauty and if one of the beasts killed one of the beauties the other beast like they had like things in their heads and they their heads would explode and shit like that <laughs> and it was it's was a cool little concept those i think it was on shutter at some point i don't know if it's still there but um i can never remember the name of that damn movie um but like australian horror is like pretty like it's pretty entertaining from what i and i was actually thinking because ken and i had talked about it before the show like what we're gonna watch next week and I'm, i i'm debating on going uh doing the loved ones which Oh that movie is also wild have you seen the loved ones I think that's what it's called uh, I have not seen it
1: see. um see. I think it's no never mind that is not it okay
0: so let me see if this is what I think it if this is what I think it was uh, was
1: it the furries or Furries oh that's what Sorry. it was
0: yeah that's what it was yep. <laughs> yeah um i'm trying to figure yeah the first that's what it was that i was thinking of i'm trying to figure out what this yeah the love the loved ones is the movie i was thinking about where maybe we do that next week so we fully going down australian horror and it's this this high school girl uh uh listen
1: the poster for this is a girl in a pink dress with a drill with a huge drill bit pointed directly at the camera. It's beautiful. I don't even care what it is. This looks great. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. We can watch it next
0: (laughs) week. No, you'll dig it. You'll dig it. Um, It's whacked out. Um, No, I was just really point out, like, the the Australian horror is very, like, it's, I don't think it gets a lot of attention, and then when it does well, it's, like, it's good to see, like I was going to say, we we talked about, or, or, or talked to me last year and how successful that was, there's a pretty thriving uh horror community in Australia. So it's like <laughs> Australia always like to me, it seems like you took Florida and then like you like amp it up to 11 and then you remove most of the meth from the equation and you have <laughs> Australia because it is, I, how often do you see people on like Instagram or, or TikTok can like go and like, Oh, I found this spider in my thing. And like, I saw a, I saw a thing on Instagram the other day It was like this woman had Sucked like her she was vacuuming In her living room and there's like It's like almost completely filled up with like You know dust and shit and there's this spider That's like that big in there and She's like oh and this is like the deadliest Spider in all of Australia and I'm like Jesus Christ and you're just like All calm about it and I don't know I don't know coming from the man who like I found A a black a, Like a black widow that had to have been like this big like just chilling in my bathroom in my like in my alpha of my master bedroom a couple years ago, and I was just like, Oh, fuck this. Nope. nope.
1: I have in in my bathroom at home, in my shower, I have shower spider friends, and it sounds creepy, but I have these there's the specific type of spider that lives in my basement. It's not a cave cricket. It's an actual spider, they almost look glass-like, they've Mm. got extra, and they're not granddaddy long legs or daddy long legs, they've got really long flowy legs and they're like almost see-through and they've got this very specific like shape on their body. And they do no harm. They just chill. And mm-hmm. to my understanding, like maybe they eat bugs or something, but they don't even leave huge webs and they just chill. Yeah. And they hang out in the shower. And if I see one of them where water might get to it, I just kind of give it a little boost and it climbs up the wall and it goes on with its life. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. I think they're cute. Mm-hmm. One day one fell down the drain and I was very sad.
0: Yep. They're very if, you, sad. if you see spiders in your house, that means they're they're there's food there and that's why they're setting up. So you mm-hmm. have bugs and shit that they're getting, man. They're your, like, friends as long as they're not, like, I don't know. I think it's that. Now, there's
1: certain spiders that have ran through the basement that I'm, like, oh, hell no. Throw that. Burn the fucking house down. Like, I had one that ran through there one day that was, like, at least an inch and a half, two inches long. And I could have vomited. I was freaking out. It took off. I could not find it. I ripped the whole house apart. Finally got to it. And then, like, one morning I got up and it was the middle of the night and i know that that was kind of counterintuitive but whatever and i'm using the bathroom and i see something move across the floor really quick and then i see weasel follow it and i was like if it's a spider she won't touch it like she'll she'll look at it but she's not going to do anything with it she's <laughs> neither one of them do anything <laughs> and so i've looked and i was like oh that's a giant ass spider great
0: oh man uh yeah you spiders are i've never had any issues but like living in Colorado where there's Black Widows it's just like it's a little more horrifying because I learned yeah. when I did that whole incident with the Black Widow that not all Black Widows have that red hourglass you can see like and don't like I took a picture and I showed it to my like Classy Katie or something and she's like oh yeah that's a Black Widow and I'm like because they have very distinct like they have very distinct like like butts and shit like that and you're just like
1: Aah! no yeah, we have um, at home we have brown recluse yeah, spiders. we have those here too. Yeah, no
0: thanks. I'm good. That they 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 bite you and then like the infections are so bad like you lose limbs and shit like that. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it's like gross, gross, grossy, gross, gross. Um. So I I think that like what I one of the things I do truly appreciate about um about this film is it's like it. It does this whole, like – I think it's uh, when horror movies do this, like, they, like, make it as realistic as possible, and then they go, and they keep that, like, ooh kind of thing at the end of it, and, which this movie does real well, so I appreciate that a bunch. Uh, I'm not surprised that budget was so low, because, like, like we were talking about, this movie was – it probably, like, wasn't too bad to shoot. There's not, like, any, you know – they're not like any uh like action. special effects yeah or anything. there's like just like they impose images on 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 scenes like in like the one scene is the uh the pictures and stuff that, that they explain later on but like stuff like the very end like that shot where they're all moving out of the house and there's the the like the, the, the silhouette in the window stuff like that but it's all like mostly just like driving and and talking and just so it does a lot with a little it it just shows you that you don't need you don't need like cgi monsters you don't need anything like that to make a convincing ghost story especially and then like framing it around a documentary and doing it like this thing it gives it like that like credence of like what you're watching it's very easy to watch this movie and like get lost in it like it being like yeah
1: I was gonna bring that up. Like I was watching it, and um, and we talked about it before we started recording. But I've been playing Pow World, and I just need to grind out some iron, and I don't want to or, or and I don't want to do it on stream because it's boring. So I had pulled up Pow World, and on this monitor and I had the movie on that monitor, and I was just doing laps, and I was watching the movie, and it's like so sick of nature now that I don't really pay attention to Pow World that much, and I was like, dude, this movie's really good. Mm. I haven't once thought oh you know and zoned out exclusively on power world or anything like i was i was in it was good
0: yeah it does that that like because ken watches a lot of true crime i was figuring she would dig this also like it's very like it has that thing where it's like oh it feels like a documentary would be on netflix or something like that because netflix loves Mm -hmm. its true crime documentaries because women like can love their true (laughs) i always i always love the memes where it's like like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to my comfort podcast and it's like John Wayne Gacy and his uh, and, uh, like the life of John Wayne Gacy or shit like that, or or it's like the um uh like Listen,
1: so- my podcasts that I listen to in that realm <laughs> are last podcast on the left and Chilluminati. And then I've got other stuff I listen to, but those are those that are kind of in the yeah. truish crime, but they're not like the and now, we will talk about the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh, but... shooting of Mariah St. Clary. <laughs> yeah, that's a name now. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mariah Carey, and then you went to...
1: I was trying to, and then my brain decided to not. So, uh, there we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got too much power all today. You got too many... Mm-hmm. fake not pokemons i do have to laugh because i can't uh, talked about it, like in your stream that like people are very very adamant in your stream about telling you the status of what nintendo thinks of Power mm-hmm. World.
1: <laughs> and like the thing is is nintendo gives zero fucks like they literally have released statements that are like we'll look into it like we just don't care like leave us the fuck alone yeah. and then everybody under the sun is dropping all these clickbait links and videos and posts of oh they're gonna sue they're gonna sue blah 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 they're gonna sue the game's gonna come down no and then also why well okay i know why i've given up on asking why because we know why but if something's successful leave it the fuck alone like it doesn't need you ripping it to shreds you don't like it move the fuck on it's I like I don't I never understand that and like the amount of like I mean in the same realm we'll go down this little tangent just slightly in the same realm of power world like everybody's like you know loving it and then there's that handful of really loud people that are like oh we hate it everybody loves it okay Taylor Swift being an example a lot of people love Taylor Swift so what do people get mad about the fact that people love her
0: She's a psyops from the uh, the CIA, Ken.
1: She's a PSYOP from the CIA. Ah. The conspiracy theories around (laughs) the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift, the fact that they were brought up today made me laugh because I've been watching and reading about them for weeks. And just kind of like, they talked about it on last podcast too, where they were talking about like Taylor Swift and just conspiracy theories in general. And they were like, this, they're gonna win the super bowl just so they can push the propaganda and blah 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 and i was like oh my god dude. now if they win the super bowl we'll never hear the end of it dude, and-
0: dude i i i was listening to this podcast for a while uh, like n- that was called ninjas or butterflies and because they do conspiracy stuff and do cool stuff like that and then they kept talking about jesus and i was like i okay i'm done i'm like this is it
1: wait 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 Wait, like from a religious, like we're gonna promote
0: They're all they're all like religious as shit and like they kept like when I started listening to it, they would bring it up but like it started to be like they would talk about Jesus every episode and I'm like I'm done. I can't listen. I can't I can't do this. I like it's the same thing where it's like you call yourself conservative and Christian on your dating profile and I run into you eight there's like if you're conservative, no. If you're Christian, maybe. If you're conservative and Christian, no. There's just no like, there's no big no red. Because
1: then you're not going to let us read *Handmaid's Tale*, and I'm not okay with it. I I think
0: at this point, if you call yourself a conservative Christian in 2024, it means you're okay with Donald Trump because that's what that's like. You might might not take that as a compliment, though. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like that's the thing is, they will take it as a compliment.
0: But then, but that's why I'm not dating. (laughs) they're <laughs> trying to take these people but yeah so like I don't know uh yeah so it's it's weird man cause and it's like it, it translates back to this movie well it's like the what people will do to like you know get things across either why are, why are people you know why are people passing along like CIA PSYOP Taylor Swift things why was the kid in this movie like doing shit like to like mess with this family. Like in the movie, the kid is s- sad and doesn't know what to do in real life. Who knows? Like it's a, it's a, why do people do shit what they do? And like the mass effect of it, like of it going across and, and touching so many people, like instead of this little town in Australia that like has this, this daughter, family member, community member dying and how it affects them. And that's another thing about this movie that, I don't know how much we've talked about now, but it's like very like as a community, what happens when you lose someone like this? Cause they do, they, they do dive into it, but it's not a focus. Right. Cause they, they you see her friends mm-hmm. and like her boyfriend and, and like all this stuff. And man, you feel so bad for that boyfriend in this movie too. Like, cause he's like, he's like, he talks about like when he found out and he calls to make sure it was just not a big prank or whatever. And then like, and then they ask him about, like, after they find the sex tape. And he's like, obviously, I didn't know about this. Like, and it's just like, oh, man. Because you know how it is. Like, at that age, you, like, when you fall in love with someone, you're, like, you're, like, head over heels, right? You were, like, it's, yeah. it's, like, such a strong emotion for the first time. Like, when you fall in love like that. And you're just, like, N-n-n. and then, like, this kid, like, she dies. And then, like, he, he's, like, he's another one, man. He, that kid acted his ass off. He didn't have a huge part. But, like. You could see, like, this kid being hurt and sad and, like, just distraught over losing this woman. And you just go, shit, man. It's – they all, like, do a lot because, like, the acting of the characters in this movie are are really what hold up most of it. Because you're, like – like, we're talking about there's no CGI. There's no practical effects. It's just, like, most of the film. It's just, like, these weird sequences that you get occasionally that you go, Mm. well, as I'm yawning because – I don't know why I knew it, but um, <laughs> I swear it's like we hit like, f- f- like Josh would hit 45 minutes of the podcast and it was just like, ah, he would like ADHD check out. It's like 52 <laughs> minutes. I'm just like yawning like a fucking madman. But um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, this movie is uh, cool. Is there any, did you find any cool trivia or any like cool facts about this in your, your,
1: uh, in my deep dive? Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: Oh, director Jordan Peele started a podcast with, uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. Kiki Palmer, um, stated in a podcast that Lake Mungo is one of the movies that scared him the most. It's very like,
0: I would talk about like, uh, like the Blair Witch pro- Project scared the everlasting shit out of me as a kid. I was like 16 when that movie came out in like 99 and, the nothing in a movie scares me worse than like when you don't see shit and this movie doesn't show shit and it's like that 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 touch of realism we were both talking about that just it it really feels like grounded and and down to earth yeah I, i think the first time i watched this movie it scared the shit out of me too like uh that and like one well, of no, the other ones that's kind of smaller like that that, that I kind of think of like in this vein that I would like to deal some point is like Hell House LLC. Have you seen Hell House? Uh, yeah, the first, I yeah, I have. I've only watched the first one. I knew that a sequel came out like maybe or a prequel came out last year. But that movie, that first one is fucking horrifying because it's like one of those like found footage. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know why found footage when they're done Royal terrify me. I think it's because they feel so real right like they like mm-hmm. if, if you do a found footage film correctly it has that grounded feeling where it's like oh shit this is real they're really like coming for me oh no ah! so yeah um
1: i'm not a huge found footage fan yeah um but i mean hell house, hell house llc was really good um i've seen it a couple times i didn't like the second one um I think I started it
0: and got bored with it and didn't like that fucking clown, man. That fucking clown mm-hmm. in the first. He's terrified. Yeah, it's. Yeah.
1: Dude, I yeah, we should definitely do that
0: at some point. Yeah, I would like to. I think maybe if uh, I would w- wait a little bit and see when Josh comes back and maybe do it with Josh because I like that one a lot. I I heard the new one, the the prequel one was pretty good, but like I don't know. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I, I think there's like four of them now i think that one that came out was the fourth one i think because there was three yeah there were like three and then this prequel is like the number four so Mm -hmm. um yeah definitely i I like that like i don't think i think most found footage is not great but like i think it's just when you do it right it just builds that like it builds up that kind of like this film do it it just feels connect you it's hard to feel like as connected to reality as like these films make it, like the the taking of Deborah Logan is another one. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. That movie is I like think so yeah. Where it's like that movie is scary on two fronts because it's like you just th- oh yeah yeah where it's like it's like the what what Alzheimer's does to someone, which is <sighs> horrifying if you don't know. And two, it's the the demonic possession thing that like kind of like ends up being the real thing at the end. And that that scene of her eating the dude or whatever or person is just like bonkers and like I've seen that gif before I ever saw that movie and I'm like Ugh! that movie is wild also <laughs> it's like it, it, again it's a perfect wrapper for, for this one because it's like when you feel that like for me personally when you feel that grounded like things like things like talk to me or like smile or stuff like that that will have scary elements it it's They don't scare me as bad because it's not like it's not like you know it's a movie, but when you do found footage or when you know like in that, it just gives it more of a realistic vibe. Like it's like that's when it's just like creepy, man. It's like why the the whatever creepy things on Instagram or TikTok that are just creepy, but they're not real. But those can be really really creepy in a short amount of time because it has that like could this be real kind of you know vibe and so it's yeah
1: so that's a lot of chills stuff on YouTube there's like chills and then there's um, oh god he follows me on Twitter spook fuck I can't remember his name I feel so bad Um, but there's a lot of those youtubers that that you know gather up those those pieces and put them together and then you can always get to number one with chills check out this video clip from do you get scared of the dark hit the follow button oh yeah dude i I know you're
0: talking about like i i think i get number 10 yeah i i get i go down some of those holes and i think at one point i was going down and then there was like it was too dark and, like, depressing. Like, it was, like, because a lot mm-hmm. of those things come off real, real dark and, like, you know, like, especially the real-world story ones that, like, translate, and you're just, like, Because eh, then it's, like, oh, and then this person got slaughtered. It's, like, I, I watched the whole documentary about that that girl who, like, went and climbed into the water tower and, like, drowned and then was, like, pouring out of the – uh oh they did a documentary on that yeah they made like a whole two or three part on uh i think it's on netflix and i watched like all the episodes about it and like and it basically it's funny because they end up going like basically going there i don't know how well they admitted it but they're basically like yeah this girl was not taking her medications that she was supposed to be taking and 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 i know that as that girl was bipolar i believe also and like had a bunch of things and it was she was traveling and just stopped taking her medication and you go oh okay you know like and it's as someone who you know like when medication comes up and you don't especially like when you have conditions that need it it just bad things happen and and yeah it's
1: yeah all it takes is a few missed dosages like for me if i miss like a nighttime or a morning yeah. by the afternoon if it's in the morning i can feel it yeah. like hardcore feel it yeah. and then a few days, that shit, I'm, I feel drunk if I don't have it. Yeah. So I can only imagine, and, it, like, my mood shifts a lot, but, like, I can only imagine yes. just being like, well, don't need it. Yeah. I mean, like, I've got, you know, there's some trips coming up where I'm going to run out of medication, and I've got to figure out how the fuck am I going to get yeah. medicine in other places, you know, so.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, the problem is, like, uh, especially in America, they won't just give you, like, a 90-day supply for a lot of these things. Like, my Adderall's 30 days at a time.
1: I actually was able to get my Ritalin for a 90 day supply. Wow. I thought hell froze over and, and I didn't have to bring in the physical prescription. I was shocked. Weird. Should be wild.
0: Dude, I was gonna say, I got m- my Adderall the other day and it was literally because they had like, you know, there's different levels of fucking like prescriptions. I got the generic, but like right below Adderall generic it was 125 bucks.
1: Did you ask him about a discount card?
0: I don't know. I I just picked it up and wasn't thinking. I think I was in shock when I saw the price. So Yeah. Most
1: pharmacies will have some type of discount card that they can apply that you just have to ask for. You can be like, hey, do you have a discount card that we can run? Is there... Because sometimes they'll just do it. Yeah. Like mine, my insurance doesn't cover it. So I have to pay out of pocket. But I have a discount card. So it makes it like... 50 or 60 dollars for however much instead of 300
0: yeah i i put it all on my hsa so it's not like i feel it directly but yeah which when i'm like my therapy is going on that too and whatever so yeah
1: dude therapy stacks up so fucking much i like checked in to check on my balance the other day and i was like i swear i just paid all this
0: it's i don't even know like i think my therapy is like 40 something dollars a session so it's not yeah, too. Yeah, mine's bad.
1: sixty-five for my regular therapist and a hundred and twenty for my psychiatrist. Dude. And if I just speak to her on the phone, even if it's just five minutes, it's sixty dollars for my psychiatrist.
0: Dude, my therapist just moved her. She sucks. Moved her hours. I don't know if she got a regular gig or something like that, like a more real-time gig, like or is working like. But she's doing like nights. So like I have therapy scheduled for six o'clock on Friday. Night, Cause I'm like, I'm not going to be. Gone. <laughs> uh, well, that's, uh, you have a date. You have a date. um, <laughs> With your therapist. Yeah. I have a date with my therapist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you want? Anything else you want to say? We could wrap up. I got to get back to work anyways. Um. Uh, I want to thank you again for being
1: able to drop in and do this early for me i appreciate it no problem my
0: friend so we're doing the loved ones next week yeah let's do the loved ones next week more australian oh right with the power drill dude this this movie is wild wild yeah i'm
1: excited it is
0: there are parts of this movie that are just like. Okay, go to murderboost.com and that's all our, our the website and You can buy merchandise. Go to YouTube and look for Murder Moose podcast on there. And you can find us on there. Uh, that's where all these episodes are going. Uh, go to continue.com and find continue and all her schedule and how awesome she is. And I'm all over at Roger Scott Johnston, so find me there. And uh, yeah, uh, we will catch you guys next week as we, I guess we're going into Australian Hoarder now. And uh, yeah, we will, don't die. Don't die. Don't die. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye bye ay, 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 ay. Yeah.